Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome back to the show on the road. I'm Zach Lupiton, and we are here with part two of my talk with David Shaw of the chart-topping soul rock and rollers, the Revivalists, out of New Orleans. pick up our conversation, we find the pressures of actually making that rock and roll dream happen are starting to weigh on David. He was working construction, then all of a sudden, he's selling out Red Rocks. Maybe after 10 years of toil, you have a hit song. But what happens after that? Well, it's a wild ride. Once again, here's David Shaw. How do you put together a set? Do you, do you have a fixed sort of... Uh, set that you do on a certain tour does it change night to night um it changes a bit night to night we have kind of like what i like to do is like i kind of like to couple songs together so like there's uh-huh. kind of like groupings of songs and they can like kind of move throughout the set a lot of times it's like energies basically or keys the, those right. songs will kind of stick together so we can kind of like so there's not much you know, you can let the let the last note ring and it sounds right just going into the next tune, you know? So there's not too much awkwardness between songs. We usually like to do some bust outs, you know, on tour. Songs that we haven't played in a long time. We'll definitely do that. What do you think the weirdest, most unexpected cover that you guys have ever whipped out? Mm. It was funny. We started playing uh, Breakfast in America by Super Tramp a few years ago. Now, like people have heard that on classic rock radio that take a look at my girlfriend right yeah. super tramp is not like one of those bands that you're always talking about like led zeppelin or bruce springsteen or something so underrated but young kids under probably 30 assumed that that was our song oh wow and they were asking us like oh so which record can i get this on because that was like the best song you're set i was like yeah mom and dad didn't play super tramp for you huh all right uh, shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I, I honestly, I'd have to say it was uh, it's "Forgot About Dre" by Dr. Dre. That's probably okay. the most left, left field cover we've ever done. It is crazy. There's some places we'll go, and that's, that's all they want to hear. <laughs> I they become done, too I powerful sometimes. The, they yeah, they take over a set. Exactly. It, it's. Uh, I mean, we de- we do it like differently. You know, we do it kind of like just like a rock band would do it. I don't even. You know, we haven't done it in a while. I don't know if we'll ever ever do it again. But I'm not closing the door. Let's just say that. There's a vibe on some of this uh, new record that feels. Um, bear with me on this. If ZZ Top, The Who, and Billy Joel got together in the '80s and were like, "Let's jam, yeah. let's jam and put out some crazy shit." I'll take that, but, dude. Hell got yeah. this like simmering synth thing, but still with the real instruments. Everything you hear on there was basically just like that's what we played. Absolutely, that was like that's the take. That's it. The only thing that was like really overdubbed were the background vocals. That was it. We and we record. You know, we had to we had to get our peeps here from New Orleans on that stuff. So, <clears throat> but yeah, that was that was just a that was an end of the night kind of situation. Yeah. We were like, all right, you got three left in you. All right, what's the BPM of the song in the demo? One sixty. All right, put it to one seventy. Let's go. <laughs> put it to one ninety. Yeah. Right. Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear. The people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments. The ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember. The ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. When you sing a song like Good Old Days, that phrase in itself is sort of ironic, right? Because as soon as you're saying something 
is like yeah. this is the time that's the best it means that everything going forward is downhill in a way like that right? this yeah. is my peak <laughs> you know <laughs> all right <laughs> and again the springsteen connection is really there for me you know because he has that that classic song um glory um, days glory days you know which i love yeah. where he's like you know well he was a baseball player and she was yep. wearing those tight blue jeans <laughs> you know we actually covered that tune one time in new jersey we learned it the day of the show feel like we didn't do it justice but we tried yeah it was a bold move let's just say but i think a lot of the the classic rock that we grew up listening to our parents you know sort of it was their pop music is steeped in this this is the greatest time in history feeling and like we now have to reconcile like wait but does that mean that we're in the downhill part of our parents lives you know i like what about our good good old days (laughs) yeah we have good old days yeah i mean it's it is yeah exactly i just feel like yeah there was a little bit of like ignorance is bliss going on and now it's like i feel like we're just you know living in the age of climate change and we've had we've got all this like these things that are potentially going to be really really harmful to all of us if we don't turn them around i mean it's a hopeful tune you know, I just, I want to feel that way. You know, I want to, I want to believe that this is the time and it will always be the time if I can, you know, continue to live my life and, you know, put out the good energy that I'm, you know, know I'm always capable of and just, you know, continue to do, do the right thing. Anyways, you know, if you go back to when you're laying pipe, doing construction, trying to do music as this pipe dream, literally, that was awkward, but I had to say it. Um, (laughs) Where music for most people is a pipe dream, right? It's like a thing that you really love doing after hours. You know, I used to work in an advertising office. I would have rehearsals after we, you know, finished shooting the Burger King commercial in the freaking office, you know? And yep. it felt like this thing that it was like secret, like it was just ours, you know, but then I got laid off and then we start touring and, and it becomes like a real thing. And the, some of the fun goes out of it when it's your job, you know, and you're yeah. having to literally provide jobs for all these other people, you know, yeah. and if your song doesn't catch on and your uh, thing doesn't work, then you screw yourself and all these other people. Like the pressure is real and you guys have a full on machine in place here. Right. I mean, you're playing, yeah. you know, probably what thousand, 2000 a night on the road, like three to seven. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that is a, that, that's a heavy, you know, responsibility in a way, which people again, just assume like, well, you're, you're living that rock star life, David. That's, yeah, exactly. that's it. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, it's like it there's was a honest, whole thing. It was a lot. It was a lot easier. It was a lot easier in some respects to do it um, when no one knew or really gave a shit. You right? Because like no pressure. Now, it's just we're just having fun. No pressure. Yeah. So now there's like you know I, now I have the pressure to be, 
you know, David Shaw or whatever, you know? So it's just like that can play a role in, in how, how, you know, on your, you know, just can play a role in your mental. Did you worry? Did you worry that there wouldn't be another hit type song? Like wish I knew you like, what if nothing like that ever happened again? I mean, I'm, I don't necessarily, I didn't, I didn't worry per se, but it is an interesting thing because it's like, well, now here's this, here's this thing that happened. Right. Um, it's very rare for it to happen ever to anyone. It's like, yeah, extreme, extremely rare. And is even, you know, I was honestly just like, well, if it never happens again, it's okay. Honestly. Yeah. Um, we've built a following up. I'm able to tour. I'm able to, you know, do a lot of different things. Um, I have the security of the the song, you know, that, you know, it's still, people play it a lot. So it's like, I'm, I'm still able to, you know, do my art. I mean, yeah, in the back of my mind, am I going, oh man, it would be nice to have another one of those? Heck yeah. Um, yeah. I could have gotten so I think there was a time where it kind of messed with my head i think you yeah. know i think it, that's just being real for sure um but did i really i i think i got i came to the conclusion that you know it's just i'm just gonna continue to do my art and you know we're just gonna continue to be a band and you know put out the, the things that we you know feel that are meaningful to us and if it connects at the end of the day then that's great. You know, if it doesn't, that's okay too. Um, but we believe in it and that's all right. You know? Amen. Before we go, can you uh, maybe introduce the folks who are in the band and maybe say what you think their unique superpower is? Oh, I like that. All right. Um, okay. Well, we'll, we'll start with Zach. He plays guitar. He's, he also writes in the band. I think his unique superpower would be he has an innate ability to see through bullshit. It's a good superpower. I, um, so can piss some people important. off who are bullshitters, you know, but it's good to have. <laughs> yeah, who cares though? We get them out of here. Um, let's see here. Um, Andrew, our drummer, one of our drummers, Andrew Campanelli. Um, he's a, a very creative person, very beyond just playing the drums. He's a great songwriter and um, an amazing uh, visual artist. He uh, draws. Mm. So I think that, I think that's one of his superpowers. Like I can't, you know, that would be what I would say for him. Let's see here. Um, PJ, we'll start with PJ. Uh, we're not, we'll, we'll go to PJ. He's the other drummer and percussion player. I would say that his superpower is just the energy that he brings to our group and just to mm. a room is it's the kind that just you know you want to bottle up and just have it with you at all times mm. the guy is just uh pj stands for pure joy you know he's got a really special energy man and um we're really grateful to have him on the team um let's see here michael gerardo keys and trumpet this man knows how to rock a spreadsheet the most organized person i i, I know um nice <laughs> that's a that's a superpower i'd have to say because i just don't get down with those things 
Um, so he, he he's helpful in a lot of ways for sure. Um, let's see here, George Geekus, our bass player. I'd have to say his his superpower is he knows how to play that bass line just just right. You know, mm. not too not too loose. Just lay it back right in the right in the cut, right where it's just like ah, okay, I like that. That's tasty. Ed Williams, pedal steel. His superpower is humor. He's a funny mm. guy. Probably the funniest guy in our band. Some some of the guys might say differently, but I think he's probably I think he's the funniest guy in our band for sure. And that's an important energy to have. Yeah, man. Especially when you're on the road, you know, things get tough. You need a funny guy. Yeah. You know? So I'd say that's his, that's Ed's superpower. Rob Ingram, the last one. Um, he plays sax. His superpower is he is a novelist hiding in a saxophone player's body. The oh, guy sure. is an incredible writer. And one day i will say that he i mean if he's not writing a book at this point or has been just slowly i'd say he's doing himself a disservice but i know that one day he's probably going to write a book or books just feels like the the natural progression i mean the guy is just amazing there we go and finally your superpower is oh my gosh oh god I think I'm an, a very intuitive person. I think I have a, an ability to kind of like read a room really well and and read a person's energy and connect to, you know, whoever I'm talking to in a meaningful way. And I think that's uh, something that I, uh, something that I do, I would say. Yeah, man. Well, uh, pour it out into the night. It's about to hit the world by storm. Let's go. Really excited for folks to hear this. And um, just take us out with uh, Down in the Dirt. Because, again, it it feels like something you could play right on your porch where you're sitting in New Orleans right now. But then just all of a sudden goes into the dance party. You know? Yep. Got that right. My man. And and that's that's uh that's my favorite kind of music, man. It takes a left turn and all of a sudden you're on the dance floor. Yep. Me too. I'm I'm totally with that, man. Yeah, I gotta give all the credit to Zach on that one. He's the he's he's the man he's the man with the pen on that one. Um it's a really special song. Really special song. When he brought it to the band, I, I think we were all just like, Wow, love this one. sing a ton of songs that other people have written you know I, I've really got to like connect to the tune mm-hmm. and Zach I think has a, a really a, an amazing ability to you know 
just write, you know, from the heart. And it just happens, you know, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's writing for me. I think he's just writing from his heart and it just yeah. seems to be connected to me, you know? So it's awesome. It's good. Every year um, we do a April Fool's fake post on our band Dust Bowl Revival's, you know, socials. Yep. People forget about April Fool's every single year. It cracks me up. I, and I, I've made them more and more elaborate with like real graphics in this whole thing. But I did this thing about four or five years ago. I don't know if you guys even saw it, but it was like, hey, we're we're launching our first, you know, music festival called the Revival Revival. Right. It's only bands with revival in the name. Right. <laughs> so it's like because at, at a certain point, there was like seven bands that we knew touring. You know, it's like we, we got Dust Bowl Revival, we got Trout Steak Revival, we got the Revivalists, we got um, Folk Soul Revival, we got Dirty Revival. Soul yep. Revival, we got, you know. Elephant Revival. Elephant Revival and headlining John Fogarty bringing back Credence Clearwater Revival. And like Revival. <clears throat> we yeah. had this we had this whole fake poster and like, you know, like it's going to be on the beach in Santa Monica, like underneath the, the Ferris wheel. <laughs> People like were like furious that they couldn't buy tickets like where's the pre-sale link bro <laughs> what's happening oh my god i want to see the revivalists it, and john I mean, fogarty let's go me too oh my god <laughs> not real unfortunately actually i had to i had to take uh our our poster down i got a cease and desist this year even though it blew up because i said we were we were playing at the White House with this list of bands as Joe Biden's like favorite music or something. Oh my God. And this one band's like, wow. I can't be associated with this. Like it's, we don't do politics. I was like, it's a joke. Oh, come politics. on. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Well. well, keep up the good work, man. Maybe we'll get all the revival bands together one day. Hey, sounds like, it sounds like a good idea. If you ask me. <laughs> All right, man. Keep up the good work. Absolutely, brother. Good to talk to you. Thank you, man. Take it easy. I've been going through the motions, having a hard time living in the moment. Lifestyle got me so stressed out, working overtime because I ain't taking handouts. Everything I know is falling around me. If life is a blessing, then show me some mercy. How could anybody dance in a world like this? But we do, yeah, we do. When a madness ends, can we still be friends? One love, how about two? All together now, rise. Everyone open your eyes. Do you realize that life is passing you by, by, by? How could anybody dance in a world like this? In a world like this? In a world like this? But this is how we move. Ooh, you got me moving now. That's David Shaw of New Orleans' finest, The Revivalists. Their new record is called Pour It Out Into the Night. And uh, man, it's one of those records that kind of goes in 10 different directions, and you're kind of cool with it. In my perfect music universe, this would be my pop music. Stuff that still has real instruments, real musicians making real songs, and yet you could play this on a dance floor in Spain, in the middle of Africa, in the middle of the Midwest, and people would dance and have a great time. To all you hopeful rock and rollers laying pipe in Louisiana, well, just keep writing those songs. But we do, yeah, we do. When a madness ends, can we still be friends? One love, 
If you're curious, because I know you are, my band Dust Bowl Revival will be heading to New England and to North Carolina and Virginia and then up to the Central Valley playing some winery shows and then over to England and Denmark, Rhode Island. You name it, we're going to be coming for you. Please check it out, dustbowlrevival.com. And I want to say thanks for being so patient with us during our summer hiatus. We have transitioned officially to the wonderful Osiris Network, the leading storyteller in music podcasting. Please check out all their wonderful shows. We have some really cool episodes coming up, so please make sure you follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen these days. Uh, My talk with German psychedelic pop stars Milky Chance will be coming up. My talk with the new lead singer of Smash Mouth and much more. And as always, you can check out our Show on the Road YouTube page, which has uh, the entire unbroken interview. A lot of us uh, staring into each other's eyes and talking about the music we love. What could be better? Uh, The Show on the Road, as always, is written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Zach Lupiton. And we are now part of the mighty Osiris Network. If you've been listening all along or you're brand new, welcome. Please leave us a review. It helps folks find the podcast. And uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Stay safe, stay creative, and we'll see you on the trail. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Street.